Explain to me why I didn't get wine this year. You still got a little more time. They might get some. I want some. I love wine. Yeah. Mine ain't bring me no wine today either. He fired. He fired for real. I'm not fired. I'm still here. So here's the thing. <laughs> um, I know I said that we were not going to do a new episode until after New Year's was complete. However, I normally give you guys a gift every year. Um, I never say what it is. And this year, I just thought to give you guys a bonus episode of me popping that good old shit. Hmm. Um, so, welcome to Millennial Night Court. Yes. Um, Common Sense 103. Um, advanced class. I like that. Advanced, okay? Because mm-hmm. some of y'all, sense is but so common nowadays. Um, welcome to another installment of um, Hoes That Need To Be Raised. Right. Just who raised them? Who? Who raised you, Hoes? Um, I am your host, Lunel. Come on, Lunel. <laughs> Lunel, Uh, And it's me, Just Marlon, y'all. What's going on? Co-host extraordinaire. Um, we back in here. Hey, Marlene girl. What's going on? <laughs> so let's dive right into the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um, This is a condensed version because some of these things, actually, I don't want to hold off until after New Year's to talk about. Um... I'm going to give you an option. Give me a number between one and five. Let's do three. Dwayne Wade and um, his support of his son. So while we were away, Dwayne Wade did an interview for a podcast. I forget the name of the podcast at the moment. Yeah, I can't remember either. Um, And he used the gender pronoun she when he was talking about his son. Now, of course, everyone has something to say about it. Um, however, he had been hinting for a while that his son might be non-binary, mm-hmm. um, or he could also be gender fluid. 
we don't know per se just yet because he still is a free teen, so he doesn't know exactly where he's going to fall into the category, but we just know he won't be heterosexual at this point. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that feel as if he should not be calling his son a girl. Of course, you know, the he took way of thinking from way back yesteryear where they feel like we shouldn't have, basically we shouldn't be human. Hmm. or understand that people can be and are still different to this day. Um, To this, I say, uh, raise the kids that you have lost custody of. Um, Raise the kids that you leave at your grandmama house. Worry about them. Worry about the things that y'all love to sleep under the rug opposed to worrying about how this man is raising his child. Number one, he spoke on the podcast about empowering his children and he spoke highly of it and I see it every day I look at him even Zion who is one of his um not Zion excuse me Zaire his older brother who was sitting on the throne and his brother was standing on the side of him he said we didn't ask for your opinion right and of course Dwayne went into the comments with the shouting emoji now It's the truth. No one asks your opinion because what you say is not going to stop him from loving his children the way that we, and within the community, the LGBTQ plus community, we would love to see black men and black women embrace their children in such ways. Yeah, That's the whole point of us even doing this. Yeah. It's more so understanding, and even with us, we're still learning proper terminology, verbiage, and how to not just be toxic or to be trash. Um, even though I hate referring to humans as trash, but you can also have toxic behaviors that make you to be out to be such trash. <laughs> Um, and yes, contrary to belief, people within the community can also exude toxic and trash behaviors as well. Yes, they can. It's really, really important to like learn more about your entire community and not just the space you fall in line in the acronym. I, I really appreciated his commentary and his viewpoint when he was talking about his son. And I, when he used the pronoun she, he was saying that he is supporting his son in his son's journey and was saying, you know, that basically he's going to raise him to be the best person that he can be. And he said, or she, we don't know where he's going just yet, but wherever he falls, whatever happens, he's going to support his child, period. And that's the way it should be. And that's the way that it always should be. And, and I just, it's amazing to see that representation mm-hmm. so that more children that are under the trans umbrella, whether they are trans, non-binary, gender fluid, gender non-conforming, like it doesn't matter that they have that type of support and see that it's possible for you to be your best self as you are and you don't have to change for anybody. Like I think that's really dope. I love mm-hmm. how he and Gabby are handling everything and like protecting their children to the bitter end and that they all really support each other. That's a familial bond that a lot of us can't even fucking gel with because we've never had it before. Exactly. So I think that's dope. It was super cool. Super. Um, So shout out to them. I would literally want to put the bug in um, Vlad's ear to give them, I would love for them to be awarded with some type of ally award at some point because it's just, it's refreshing to see that come from, especially given how the normative the normative excuse me, normative narrative that we're given within the community to basically shun it or act as if it doesn't exist or let alone try and shame it with what with being semi religious, I guess. Right. Say, for better luck words. 
So it's refreshing to see them. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for loving on loving on your child, regardless of whatever life's journey is taking them. It's refreshing. We appreciate you. We see you. Yes, we salute you. Um, let's get into peach mint. <laughs> <laughs> what peach mint? The peach mint. The peach mint. Oh my god. Okay. The mm. peach mint. Um, this is normally when a lot of you guys are going to need a history lesson or social studies lesson on what impeachment actually is. Because, yes, I love impeachment. Impeachment is my favorite type of tea, honey. Um, now, um, while we were away, the House of Representatives officially filed the articles of impeachment against um, current sitting U.S. President um, Agent Orange. Um, toddler in chief, um, <laughs> the the um, the toupee, the wig, uh, the acronyms go on and on because I refuse to call him by name. Listen, um, they filed articles of impeachment, and two of them, which I think was like the first two, they both like were voted against, like voted as yes to basically start the process of impeachment. Mm-hmm. Now, the part that a lot of people didn't understand is they thought automatically Donald Trump was no longer president. Right. Now, and I just said his name and I said I wasn't going to, but what the fuck ever. Um, the thing is this, kids. Um, Donald Trump is still sitting, is it still sitting U.S. president at this point. Now, someone best explained it on Twitter so people can really grasp what we mean when we say that um, Donald Trump basically still is a sitting U.S. president. It's like breaking up with your dude, but you got to explain to his homeboys why you want to break up with them. Right. So it's the same thing with Senate. Now, a lot of people, um, when it goes to Senate, now, when it goes to Senate, it's a high possibility that they are not going to impeach him. Right. Now, the thing is, no sitting U.S. president has been impeached and immediately lose their power. Mm-hmm. It's never happened, so it's not going to happen now. And also, another reality of the whole situation is that Senate currently is controlled by Republicans. Okay. They're not. A lot of them don't have a bitter taste in their mouth for him to begin with. Mm-hmm. However, if they're banning as a party, they're not going to go through with the process. He right. might get exonerated right. from it and let him sit out his turn. Now, if let's say this whole process does go through and they decide to remove his power. This is why this is important and why they're kind of doing it right now. That means he cannot run again for president and he can never hold another public office again. Right. Which means he would be done. Completely, which he needs to be. He needs to be, but in the same sense, it's still a process. It's like anything that happens, it's a process. So now it's out of the House of Congress, um, House of Congress, House of Representatives' hands, and now it goes to Senate. But they're not going to meet on this until January to begin with. Right. So it is Christmas time. So then, of course, everybody's on recess right now until after New Year's. Yeah. Yeah, it's a crazy situation. I'm not much for politics. I don't profess to be, but at least they have the process started. Something like this sends out a specific message about people, Mm -hmm. specifically 45. And, you know, like, even if it doesn't go through, because we already know what the setup is, like the Republicans are not about to get rid of him. They're going to keep him in there. A lot of people Mm -hmm. have these different theories about what's going to happen, you know, feeling like this is setting up for him to run again and, and win and all this other stuff. 
I'm just trying my best <laughs> to keep my head above water and be optimistic that he does not win in 2020 because another four years, dude, I just I just can't do it. He in, he incites entirely too much bullshit for me to like stomach another four years of it. I just I just can't. So, whew. I, I mean, mm. I need everybody to get it together severely. Um. <sighs> Child, and now we go to y'all and y'all shenanigans. Um, so Kim Kardashian Ugh. went on a photo shoot recently. I forget for what magazine because you know personally I just don't care for her. Um, she's all right, but yeah, y'all really make a big deal out of her for no reason most of the time. Um, she did a photo shoot and it looked like she had on spray tan mm-hmm. like majority of the shoot. And she really looked like a fair-skinned black woman. Yeah. And the crazy part is, y'all went crazy about this and said, um, it's blackface. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. That is a bit of a stretch, in my opinion, personally. It's a bit of a stretch. However, I get what you're saying, where she looks like she could be a fair-skinned black woman. Mm -hmm. I get it. I see that. I don't have to squint my eye. Now, did she go in there with a with full black makeup on her face and then white eyes and black and a uh, red lip? No, she didn't. No. However, she does look like a black woman. How very dull is all of you, Kim? How <laughs> for you? First of all, all all four of your children are biracial children. Yes, they all have a black father. Yes, I mean, is he my pick of the litter currently? Absolutely, positively, the fuck not. <laughs> um. Different, different episode, different conversation. And you know, and <laughs> I'm with all the shenanigans. Today. Right. Um. Listen, I say all this, is all that to say this. I love that her philanthropy work that she does when it comes to the justice system. Don't get me wrong, because she also did make it known it's not her operating by herself; it's her and a team of people working to get some cases overturned or get them completely white and get this person out. I'm all for that. I right. love it. But y'all are giving her too much. Mm-hmm. Y'all love to do this with him. Y'all give her entirely too much. Y'all think y'all live and breathe for the ground she walks on, but let her been another black, another per, another non-person of color trying to come in our space and still our culture. You're ready to just cancel them all together. Like, I will never understand that for the life of me. Um, Camilla, this girl from Fifth Harmony, got caught using the N-word plainly, and y'all were all over social media canceling her. Um, but she... That, mm, uh, that Camilla Cabello thing, because somebody made an entire thread, went through her Tumblr and, like, picked out, uh, like, receipts. A list of receipts on her, and, like, using the n-word and using very like racist jokes and all to, it was it was insane um this whole holding people to task cancel culture thing mm. is very interesting to me talk about it and to me it's interesting because people are canceled for a moment Mm-hmm. And then you forget about it and almost look for somebody else to cancel. Come on. Or if they do something that's favorable, then mm-hmm. you kind of bring them back. And it's like, what's the point of canceling people if they're not going to stay canceled? Mm-hmm. You know, and then, and then like, it's good 
to in the respect of like the Camilla Camilla Cabello situation where you kind of see a person for who they are and some shit that they do that's like side eye worthy the whole Kim thing she's like let's face it she's never going to stop doing what she's doing well she's never going to stop doing what she's doing I had a conversation with a friend of mine the other day about because they asked the question do we feel like the Kardashian women are appropriating black culture and black women and I believe they are wholeheartedly their whole career is literally based off of it. You their literally... Ken's claims to fame, how she ended up in a spotlight, came off of a black man. Mm-hmm. Let's call a spade mm-hmm. a spade. It came from a black man. So listen, all y'all date is black men. With the... and, and my point was you get all the surgery to get all this body to emulate a black woman. That's not natural, my dad. It's not natural. Um, you are steeped in black culture, fashion, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, and the girls eat that up. But you all have one sibling that literally nobody pays attention to, and she's the only one that has not done the surgeries and all the other stuff. She's, she's the one that actually works. Yeah. And that's Courtney. And y'all mm-hmm. pay no attention to her. None. But the rest of them, y'all all up their asses. Mm-hmm. And it shows because they are not themselves. If they didn't have all of the, like this body and all this other stuff, y'all wouldn't pay no attention to them. Mm-hmm. You just wouldn't. So yes, I believe that they are appropriating black culture from and, and black women like that because they they literally like everything everything about them to me is just like it's not their own. Mm-hmm. It's just not. So whatever. But as far as this photo shoot goes, the comparisons to. The Beyonce obsession is crazy. <laughs> the fact that majority of that photo shoot is literally 2009 Beyonce mm-hmm. during the I Am Sasha Fierce era. Yeah. Unlike to the point where it was literally one piece that she wore looked exactly like the actual tour outfit from the I Am World Tour. I'm like, why? Yeah. And the fact that I can clock that is sad. Why? Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. I was like, somebody brought it up. I was like, ooh. Okay. It literally looks exactly like what she was wearing the whole tour. Like that one piece where she had like the actual silver accent, right. but it was mainly all black. Man, listen. Yeah. Like the same detailing and everything. It was crazy. So, uh, last night, actually, um, there were a few nudes leaked. But the most noted one was the baby, <laughs> and I said D A baby, the baby. <laughs> um, it was a nude that surfaced, of course, on Twitter because you know Twitter. Well, after New Year's, y'all gonna gag, but Twitter had actually surfaced a sex tape that was supposedly to supposed to be, excuse me, the baby. Um, now we have learned via a tweet from the baby himself. He said, I don't send nudes. Right. Which means that ain't me. Y'all went crazy. And then the funny part is the guy that actually the nude is of came onto Twitter and said, well, do y'all know that's my, um, gold member. (laughs) (laughs) It's my, it's my, (laughs) it's my dick video. My nude. Mine. 
And now, from what I saw, he's having a whole sell on his um, only fan, only yeah. fans, just fans, uh-huh. because everyone now wants to flop because they saw that he's pretty much well endowed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> y'all love to circle around dick pics and videos and claiming it to be celebrities. Now, the last successful nude that we've all ever seen is Safari. Mm-hmm. That was just. You okay, honey? You, you, that was, you need to fan you a little bit. That was that was get your time. That was very riveting. <laughs> that was riveting. Oh shit. That was very riveting. I can't deny it. It was riveting as fuck. Um he couldn't deny it. It was just thick and curved. Come back, Lonnie. Mm-hmm. Lonnie. Lonnie. Hey, 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 hey. Mm-hmm. Come back. <laughs> Can we have a conversation? Can we keep talking? It's gone. Oh god, I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm doing this. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> terrible. Um, but yeah, then Stephen Curry had supposedly had a news that circling around. Nice came through and stomped all over that. Like y'all stupid. Ain't no way that it's not him. Like we're playing. Um, it's just it's been too much. Y'all love y'all love exposing news, but half of y'all are sitting here getting news. But um, ain't nobody hacked Sally May. Um, better known now as Navid. Um, nobody has hacked Equifax or TransUnion. Experience. Get get my hack my hack my credit report up my score. That's it. That's it. Write my debt free. Get don't make me spend thousands of dollars. Just let me just hack it for me and clear my credit. That's That's all I want you to do. Do the Lord's work. It is Sunday. Do the Lord's work. (laughs) Don't give me no dick pics. Listen, I have enough of those. Okay? Listen. I have enough. I have enough. Something I don't even ask for. Listen. Oh, well. Do me a favor. Talk about it. Something I don't ask for. That's it. Look, something I don't ask for. <laughs> something I do not ask for. Uh-uh. But I say all that to say this, ladies and germs. Please worry about your own news. Listen. Worry about it. Hmm. Worry about your own. Okay? Stop worrying about the baby. You probably, and most of the time, dudes that don't send news, oh, you know it's big. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? It's either big or it's good. One is. Oh, what was the saying I came up with earlier today? <laughs> For some odd reason, us as humans, and I'm not even gonna just say the community. It could be you could be gay, straight, whatever may have you. But toxic behaviors and good penis or vagina just so happen to go one and the same. And I'm going to go in ahead and say toxic behaviors and personalities and big dicks. Oh, my God. Why? why? <laughs> they one in the same line? One in the damn same. Why? <laughs> why are you trash? That's, that's how they like to be. Just leave it on the counter as you walk out. <laughs> leave it on the counter and just go. I mean, you know, if you're passing out some good, 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 you know, they got leeway to just do whatever the fuck they want. Mm. Such trash. Such mm. fucking trash. Mm. Now, speaking of trash, <laughs> I have been sitting on a rant for a few weeks now. Uh, here we go. Y'all better get ready. I've been sitting on a rant. It's a, it's a little severe. Mm. Um, so, a, I want to say a few weeks ago, Lizzo attended a Houston's Rocket game, a Houston Rockets game. I, I think it was. 
And she wore a t-shirt dress. Um, however, in the back, her derriere was exposed, and of course she had on underwear. But y'all made a whole spectacle of this. Y'all started to say things such as she needs to chill. And oh my God, why would she do that? There were kids there. It's like a family she, event. Like this is a public event. You ain't gotta do all that. La 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 la. Disclaimer. Did I think that the outfit was tacky? Yes. But that does not stop this read for all of you. <laughs> Let me tell you something. As a black, big gay man, it has taken me personally years to finally become comfortable within my own skin. Mm. So, and I'm pretty sure with her, it took her years to be comfortable in who she is and in her own skin. Right. If she decides that she wants to go out, she wants to twerk, she wants to expose her body for the world to see, she is happy and content in who she is. Your projection, Mm. your negative comments, Mm. how you feel is none of her concern. Y'all been saying this since she has like literally posted like semi nudes mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yeah. Y'all like, oh, nobody wants to see that. She need to calm down. She need to no, because you didn't fucking say that when it was Kim Kardashian. No. You didn't say it for Amber Rose. No. You didn't say it for Rihanna. No. You didn't say it for any of the Instagram posts that you follow at random because all they like to fucking wear is bikinis. <laughs> Gym fitwear. No, a damn one ain't going to a gym. They're going to a fucking surgeon. You had the gall, the caucasity to sit here and say she needs to chill. She needs to calm down. No, she's comfortable in her fucking self. And trust you me, if you don't like it, there's somebody out there that does. Oh, there's plenty out there. Y'all just act like y'all don't y'all don't want to admit that you like it. The chick that you got out on the side that you fucking around is a big girl. <laughs> the chick that the dude that you got that you fucking on the side is a big boy. Listen. They have to be comfortable on themselves, regardless of how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. Y'all been saying this about her for months at this point, and this event just solidified. Y'all have fat phobia. You hate it. We are taught. We are conditioned within our families, especially because it starts there. Oh, you need to lose a little weight. It might hurt if you go to the gym. You won't understand the struggle that it goes through just to be comfortable in yourself. Listen, it takes a lot. It takes a whole lot. And it's, it's really interesting to watch how people react to Lizzo. Very interesting to watch. It's very interesting because a lot of y'all would much rather she always be covered. Like I love every big girl to be. You would much rather she not express herself sexually at all. Y'all really want her to be ashamed of herself. And that's a shame to me. Like y'all want her to feel small. You want her to always be covered up and you don't want her to be sexy or anything like that. And it's just like, why? Why? Because y'all don't like fat folks. That's what it is. Don't. You don't. 
You don't. No matter how beautiful they are, no matter how accomplished they are, you do not like fat people. And y'all can't stand to see her proud, beautiful, and fucking free. And it's sad. It's real, real sad. The whole t-shirt dress thing. I don't understand how y'all got all bent out of shape about that. Completely, complete essays. Y'all made like so many excuses about, oh, child, I saw this one video. This one woman just went oh, way off the deep end. The Oh, the whole of it all. Oh, I can't be following her as a black woman. You just selling your body for sex. I didn't come here to see ass all this. It was it, it's it's really I want you to know how exhausting you are. <laughs> exhausting as fuck. <laughs> you are so exhausting. Exhausting with this as rhetoric. Fuck. Like get the fuck out of here. Who cares? Who cares? Let that woman be free to what the fuck she wants to because she's making her money. She's gorgeous and she is free. I can't take it. And y'all just get so pressed and bothered when y'all's judgment doesn't affect somebody. Y'all hate it. And when she directly addressed it, she like basically said, I it took me this long to be comfortable in my skin. You gonna get all of this, motherfucker. You gonna get all of it. You gonna get the rolls. You gonna get listen, you get in the rolls, you gonna get the belly, you gonna get all of it. Why? Because I am comfortable in who I am. My journey and my healing is mine. Hmm. Your judgment, your negative comments is not needed. At all. Period. It's not needed. I don't care Hmm. what you have to say about me. I don't care what you have to say about my journey. If I'm feeling good as hell, I'm feeling good as hell. That's it. That's it. All the fucking time. And nothing you can say about it it is going to change it. That's it. I don't care how you feel. I don't. Hmm. I don't. Y'all gonna learn one day, child. One day. And y'all are exhausting, but one day y'all gonna learn. Don't nobody care about your opinion. Nobody. No. Nobody. So just wrap it up, sis. Just like, just, just shut up. If you don't like it, don't look at the content. Don't. Mute her. If it bothers you that much. Mute her, unfollow her, block her, mute her on your Twitter account so that way you won't even see the name. That's it. And that's just that on that. Grow up. Get a life. That's it. Log off your social media. Get a job. Please. Go find some cellular service that you don't have to be connected to Wi-Fi for. Boop. Boop. Y'all are exhausting as shit sometimes. Anywho, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right the what? Right. The man. The fake. Oh my god, this is funny. <laughs> what are you chuckling about? Oh well, you know, we're refilling glasses right now, technically on a commercial break. And I, we were scrolling through Instagram that I hadn't noticed a few things while we were scrolling. They weren't following us to keep up with the conversation. Oh. So, with that being said, join the social media experience. WRYH Podcasts can be found on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Mm. That's right. Join the conversation. You got any suggestions, things you want to hear, stuff of that nature, please let us know. And also, the new year. 
in the yes. new in the new year. In the new year, we will officially over. start taking listener letters. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Email us your questions, your problems, and we might have a solution at XWRYH Podcast. Once again, that is XWRYH Podcast at gmail.com. Marley, you ready to go back to this? I'm ready to go back. Let's do it. Let's do the rest of the show. And we are back, and I think I do. Me, him, I, Lonnie. Mm-hmm. Think that it is time for us to have a three. Oh Lord, we are pulling in from the dive. Here so, we go. Here we go, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for this thread. Let's get into this boat and take off. So, so backstory before Marla goes into pulling into this. I tweeted um about this topic earlier this week, and it was on not even earlier this week, over the weekend, and it was something that I wanted to talk about here. Okay. Marlon. Yes. Yeah, so he said, you know. We were going to give them like a little tease, a little something for the bonus episode, but I think we're going to do a full one today. And mm-hmm. he wanted to tackle body dysmorphia. Yes, God. It's a really great topic to go into because I believe a lot of us are dealing with this now in some shape, form, or fashion. And it's worth having a discussion about because so many of us suffer from body image issues and things like that especially with the world that we live in today that tells us that we have to be a certain type of way blase blase skip but i uh, did some research and what i found was rather interesting because what i thought was body dysmorphia mm-hmm. is not Ooh, talk about it so before i jump into what the definition is what do you define or believe body dysmorphia is? It really is, in my opinion, and I could be so wrong, is basically imagining your body to be smaller or possibly bigger than what you actually are. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's kind of what I thought it was, too. Okay. And it's kind of that, but not really. Talk about it. So, body dysmorphia is a mental disorder in which a person is preoccupied with an imagined physical defect or a minor defect that others can't see. Now, while it's similar to eating disorders with the concern for body image, eating disorders is worry surrounding the entire body. While body dysmorphia, also known as BDD, body dysmorphic disorder, focuses on one body part. Mm. So body dysmorphia is literally obsessing over one particular part of your body and seeing imperfections in it that other people do not see. Mm. And when I learned that, it kind of put things into perspective for me because it was like, hmm, I know that a lot of people are like walking around saying they have body dysmorphia and I'm like, okay, we all have this idea of like, much like you and I are like, well, it must mean, you know, you might feel like you are too big or too thin and consider that body dysmorphia when that's really not. Um, it can be a part of it because it's all a mental body dysmorphia is a mental disorder mm-hmm. and it usually pairs along with other mental disorders as well. Um, but some of the most common focuses of body dysmorphia are excuse me, skin imperfections. Okay. Hair, mm-hmm. facial features, mm-hmm. and of course, body weight. So, um, I had some experiences with 
feeling a certain way about my body. I don't know that I could call it body dysmorphia per se, mm-hmm. but I know that there has been, well, maybe I'll take that back. Because I think I've, I, I've had an experience with body dysmorphia in the sense that I've always, even when I lose weight, and I've lost a lot of weight at some point, at a couple of points in my life. Recently. Um, and I always feel like no matter how much weight I lose, my stomach always looks big to me. Hmm. I obsess about it a lot. Like, I can look in the mirror and, like, people will see me, even when I lost a lot of that weight this year and everybody was like bitch you lost a lot of weight bitch you didn't look like a toothpick when I saw you again I'm like oh my god right and it was like I, I, but for me I couldn't see what you guys were seeing and a part of me still I would look in the mirror and it was still I still felt like my stomach was still like still pudgy still large and everybody else sees something totally different mm-hmm. totally different have you had any experiences like that or something similar to what this work? At one point in my life, I was dieting and I was hitting the gym damn near every day. Mm-hmm. And the funny part was, I felt like I wasn't losing weight at all. Mm-hmm. And the funny part was, my parents did. They were like, wait, no, you're losing weight. What are you talking about? Like, you're starting to, like, it's coming off. Right. I'm like, I don't see what you're talking about. I really don't. But my more so comes from and my deals with more so of course my weight goes up and down mm-hmm. and majority of it especially in the past couple of years majority like I stated is a lot from stress to felt relationship also like just stress in general like mm-hmm. a lot of it so me I hate looking at body or even taking full body pictures of myself because I'm self-conscious about my midsection, uh, mm-hmm. like most people are. Right. Everyone is self-conscious. They'll never say it about either their stomach, or they'll be self-conscious about like their like their butt. Mm-hmm. Like you just feel. And the funny part is, even with me, I'm like, eh, it's not right. They're like, no, you actually have a decent size ass. I'm like, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it. I'm like, I really don't see what y'all see, and that's fine, mm-hmm. I guess, but. It plays into that. Technically, plays into body dysmorphia. So it's like you admit you envision yourself to be a certain way, or think in your mind that you look a certain way. Others will feel like, no, this is how you look. Like basically, or you won't see it until you actually do take a picture. It's right. Like, like, oh damn, okay, yeah, I don't look that bad. Yeah, because there were times like after I lost the weight that I lost, I look back on my old pictures before, and I'm like, whoa. Like you, I was bigger than that. I knew that I had gotten to the heaviest that I had ever been because mm-hmm. I was at like two thirty five, two forty mm-hmm. earlier this year, mm-hmm. and I generally look better with weight on. Mm-hmm. But again, so much of the societal pressure to look a certain way plays a part in many of us wanting to change our bodies to work out, to diet to do all of this other stuff to look a certain way to feel like we belong and I know for me I had to do a lot of unfollowing certain profiles on social media Mm. being cognizant and careful about the type of content that I consume when I'm online 
because you really, a lot of us are sending subliminal messages to ourselves about our body type and how we look and we don't even notice it. We're not paying attention to it. You know, like being online and seeing people with all these banging ass bodies and all the attention that they get and stuff like that and aspiring to be like that. We kind of drive ourselves crazy a little bit. Like what has been your experience with online um, visuals and like societal pressures? Like, have you noticed any of that playing a part or? For me, it was more so like, I hate following like the, of course, you know, the personal trainers, oh. aka the um, social media hosts. Mm. Cause we all know if you have personal training in your bio, not talk about a thing, you will try and fuck one of your clients. Oh gosh. You, it's, it's just a noted fact, but you try not to follow them, or especially people that like to promote flat tummy tea and do all these different things, like these weight, like these waist items and stuff like that. And it's, it's hard because you're right. You send subliminal messages to yourself about what you aspire or you look for whenever you're on that journey or that weight loss journey, and it just. It's hard. It's hard to put into words, to be really honest. It really is. Especially when you would love to, like, all of us have this vision in our head of this person that looks super healthy or might be cut up or whatever may have you of what we think we look like in reality. That's not what we look like at all. Mm -hmm. And it sucks. It sucks ass. It really does. Yeah, it's really crazy. Now, do you, would you say that you've been. Even because I love how now we have the language to have discussions about certain things that we never did like coming up mm-hmm. because in this day and age, people are doing more research to better understand the human mind and how we process things. Mm-hmm. But growing up, we didn't have all this language. We didn't. We didn't. So would you say that or have you, would you say that if you look back over your life that you feel like you've had this kind of either body dysmorphia or this consciousness, conscious, yes, consciousness about your figure and how you look? You become self like being self-conscious about your figure and how you look technically starts at home, meaning it started from your childhood and it not all the time does it come from your actual parents it comes from the people around them mm-hmm. meaning their siblings their parents family friends this is normally where it comes from where you start to feel self-conscious in your image so of course everybody's like well you is, well you could do something about it yeah at the same token you're not in this body yeah you're not in this body to make that kind of call right and that's just how it is hmm but it it's it just it sucks it really does when in the process of because I had to go into and this is going a little on and off topic at the same time I had to get into reparenting myself mm. and understanding it is okay to feel and do certain things just because they feel right to you mm. so sometimes admitting your issues admitting your problems it helps bring light to what you need to do to feel better at some point especially for those of us that suffer from this or have symptoms that are similar to it right when you're ready to do something about it that's your decision 
So no one can sit here and say, oh, well, you know, it's your body. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to sit there and deal with it. You can have surgery. You can really start working out. You just had a third. You're adding to the problem, not adding a solution to it. Right. Sometimes your approach and how you say certain things determines how the person is going to receive it. Mm-hmm. Body language is everything. And especially for those of us that deal with this, or like I said, symptoms of it. Right. Most of the time, we didn't get here off of our own thoughts. Right. We got here off of the thoughts of other people. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that sucks. Gotcha. So when would you say was, can, can you pinpoint the first time you really noticed that you were being self-conscious or something that... <sighs> When I was in my relationship and I started realizing I was gaining a lot of weight. Mm, okay. At the around that time, that's when everyone had comments about it. Gotcha. And oof, the stress weight that came after that situation ended. Mm-hmm. Whew. Yeah. Because <laughs> all the girls knew I never was really thin, but honey. The weight went all in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> yes, equal distribution. Okay. Don't get it twisted. I Listen, I'm an advocate for doing what you want with your own body, but let me tell you something. If the opportunity presents itself where I can do a fat transfer, it's yeah. a wrap. A wrap. A whole wrap. A wrap. I mean, I would love for the meat and my thighs go elsewhere, but this mm. conversation for nothing. <laughs> I love it. I don't know when I first started. To, well, you know what? I'll take that back. I do know when I first started because I've always been. I've always been a pretty thick guy mm-hmm. from my teenage years all the way up into my adulthood. And I come from a pretty thick family, especially on my dad's side, because everybody there, everybody there is. Um like thicker, like huskier type builds. So, and it takes my father to talk about me because when I got older, when my dad had me, my dad, mind you, I'm the tallest You're the on tall. my dad's side. You're the tallest on your father's side? Yes. So all of your siblings are short? Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm taller than my dad too. Oh, wow. Yes, I'm taller than everybody on my dad's side. Wow. And I'm actually five now. Okay. Average height. So, but my dad was all of five, 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 six, two forty, solid muscle, one percent body fat. Oh wow! When he had me, and my uncle was the same way. So when I got older, he was like, "What is this? Like <laughs> you, you are too thin. Like I'm supposed to be stocky, like built, thick, husky, you know." And I'm happy that. I grew up in a household that was pretty affirming of being like thick because all of my family, listen, we, and I'm also the smallest. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, on my dad's side, on my mom's side, out of all of my, I'm the oldest. Out of both my brothers on my mom's side and my mom, I'm the smallest. You know, so it's just like, and they all are like, we don't like you when you're skinny. We need some weight on you. So that means whenever you go back home to Chicago, they listen to eat you. I, every because I come from a family of eaters too. So it's like, 
we all eat, and they like, listen, you need some weight on you. Get, uh-uh. I don't know what the shit is you doing, but uh, we can switch this around. Mm, 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 mm. Now, were you ever teased for your weight when you were younger? <laughs> that, that, that was not supposed to be in there. It wasn't. <laughs> Um, of course I was. Um, who wasn't teased for their weight? I've always been of all of like growing up, especially with my guy family side, I was the heaviest of everyone. Okay. And I didn't really start to pick up weight until like really pick up until I was well into like my college years. Okay. So girl, I'm sorry, all these notifications for Christmas going off on my phone. <laughs> um and I really, that's when I started to pick up the weight. And the crazy part is, and this is a part of the big boy community that could also be damaging in itself too, especially um, within the community, is the chasers. The chasers will always want you to keep the weight on. Mm. Always. They love when you gain weight. They hate when you lose. Mm. But teasing came mostly from family. Mm-hmm. about the weight gain. It came from family. It came from a few friends. Quote, unquote, air quotations. Um, but yeah, that's where the teasing came from. And it was like, yeah, with this weight and all, I still can take your neck. Oh, ain't that it? Ain't that it? It's weight and all, I still will take them. You know what you want? my arm. What's up? It's really funny to me how and this is kind of getting off topic in a sense, but the people that most go for these super cut, super stocky build, like ripped type of guys don't go for guys like them. They normally, oh, they don't. They are looking for the thick, the bigger, the plush, the fat, however you want to identify. They are looking for those people. Oh, trust me, my inbox tells me the same thing. Come on, cause the inbox tells me so. The inbox never lies. There's one that and also a few viewers from my Insta story. Oh, well. Well. Tells me so. So let me tell you this. Even with touches of body dysmorphia and being self-conscious about your image what are some of the things that you love about your body like it or not and this sounds so selfish of me to admit this out loud I actually like my thighs I hate that I can't really wear skinny jeans because they wear too easily for me Mm -hmm. but I will say this I kind of get an enjoyment Mm -hmm. enjoyment Mm -hmm. out of making other people uncomfortable oh come on I love being on, such, on public transportation and making somebody uncomfortable. Mm. You want to know why? Why? Because they won't sit next to me. Ow! Mm. Yeah, see by myself. I live for it. Trust me. The meat lockers over here, hmm. they're a little on the heavy side. Let me tell you something. I love making other people uncomfortable. I That's live it. for it. And you want to know something that I do purposely when we're talking about public transportation? Um... I sit next to everybody. For why? And, and even when it comes down to specifically as we're on topic about being heavier or being thicker, I don't have a problem sitting next to nobody because 
there are some people out there that I know are self-conscious in the sense that they can be on public transportation and they see people actively avoid sitting next to them. And it makes them feel a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. And for me, knowing that we all deserve love and acceptance for who we are. And I just like to affirm people by letting them know that they are human and they are worthy and that it's okay. You know, like, because taking to public transportation all my life and seeing how we have gotten to the space where we don't even want to sit next to each other. Like nobody wants to sit next to each other. Mm-hmm. If you can get your own seat by yourself, it's like, Oh, stay away. Empty seat by myself. That's good. But we need each other. Real for real. Mm-hmm. We do. Our, our skin craves touch. We need that positive, affirming, healing type of connection with people. And sitting next to somebody on a train, a bus, anywhere that's bigger than your average, I don't have a problem with doing that at all. Because you never know how that makes somebody feel in the long run. It could have made their day because everybody else has been avoiding them forever. Mm-hmm. You know, and like silently, silently shaming them pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, because people are not going to always be out here just calling you fat or whatever, but you got a bus full of people and the only seat that's available is next to you and then nobody sits there because I don't want to be quote unquote around fat folks. Not to mention, I have meat lockers. Come I on, talk meat about lockers. My, I call them meat lockers. They're mm-hmm. really my thighs, but I call them meat lockers. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're heavy in weight. You know, they're wide. You can jiggle them around. Mm-hmm. You know. mm-hmm. I can twerk my thighs. I'm like, oh, come on, twerk the thighs. The thing that upsets me is when someone sits next to me on, tra- on public transportation and I already have thick thighs. So you can only confide my legs closed tightly for, mm-hmm. for so long. Right. So when I'm looking for ways to stretch them out because I'm uncomfortable, mm-hmm. do not get upset because you decide to sit next to me. <laughs> you decide to sit next to me. Oh, shit. Yes. If you are uncomfortable with what I'm doing to feel comfortable, then you can move. <laughs> Okay, I already know. Hold they up. think. That's they that. think. Yes. They, they're everything. Hold Listen, up. okay? If I need to crop them open slightly so I could be okay, then that's what it is. Slightly and politely. I don't know about the politely part. Oh, well. I can't help it. It happens. That, sometimes it actually happens naturally. Sometimes yeah. I don't even know I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, listen. They got to feel comfortable. They have their mind in their own. They don't open for everybody. Ooh. When they open, oh, who when they open? Oh, well, <laughs> well, open your heart. Listen, but yeah. Um, but back to the topic at hand. Um, with body dysmorphia, it's hard to pinpoint the exact source of it, mm-hmm. and especially because it is technically a mental thing, it's hard to identify. It. But sometimes those words that come in from the outside in trigger it right and that's how we end up with this disorder Mm -hmm. and like i said if not the disorder symptoms of it Mm -hmm. what can you do yeah nothing but keep living and like keep affirming yourself and working on what makes you happy in your skin 
Mm-hmm. You know, because society is always going to change what is quote unquote in as far as body types are concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I look back over the decades and I think about a time where in the 90s, being thick was not celebrated at all. It really wasn't. Everything was about being slim, trim, fit, damn near emaciated. <laughs> you know, and we've gotten into this point where we're back to celebrating the voluptuous, the big, the thick, the husky, all of those things. And I feel like it's a beautiful thing because I've always celebrated thick people because I come from thick backgrounds, you know, and everybody is gorgeous in their own right, in their own way. So don't shut out the thick because thick is it. Especially in the community, it's kind of hard not to go through body dysmorphia because Lord knows y'all love y'all some muscular buff guys. Y'all live for it. And the sad part is half of them motherfuckers don't even have a personality to save the damn lives. Half of them aren't even really happy with what they got. They're not. They just have that you went after them just because they're muscular. They don't have a fucking personality. They barely even like what they see. And even with them having little to no body fat, they still feel like they're fat. Yeah. Just want to point that part out. They also, too, deal with this. Yes, body dysmorphia. Yep. A lot of people that are in the gym, super heavy like that, have body dysmorphia where they are like hell bent on changing this one aspect of themselves or several aspects that they want to like. Oh, this has got to be right, got to be right, got to be right. It's crazy. I I promise you, I'm still going to have, I love potatoes so much. Sorry. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, I love it. I love potatoes. I love I love pasta too much. I I can't help it. These are things. And I'm a carnivore. Give me all the meats. All, all, all the meats. All the meats. All the meat. All of it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, we'll stop it right here. Uh, I don't. Do we need to? Should we? Would we? Could we? Yeah. Yeah. Should, yeah. should we? Why not? Um, My mental health tip for the week as it pertains to the topic at hand. Love your curves. Love your swerves. Love your belly. Love your thighs. Love all of your imperfections because all of those things make up who you are. And whether you believe it or not, those little intricacies about you, there are several people out here that love them just as much, if not more than you do. For real, for real. You don't have to conform to societal norms to be happy or to be yourself or even to be loved. People, there's beauty in imperfections. Mm-hmm. That's mine. Well, girls. Mm. It's about that time. Mm-hmm. For me mm. to give you guys what you've been wanting, what you've been needing, uh-huh. what you've been missing. Uh-huh. Um, mm. My mental health tip is a little different. It's actually an aggressive one. Um, we are on the topic of body dysmorphia. Okay. Mm-hmm. I need to say this to my big boys and big girls. I love you guys dearly. I'm one of us. I see you. We see each other. Mm. XL 
does not mean that you can fit into it. Oh. Let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> if you know that you need a two or three X, you cannot pull off an extra large. Mm. Okay? okay? I want you to love yourself. Be one with yourself to work with yourself. Okay. Be real, okay? People are going to love you regardless, but please make sure, make sure that they got your size, sis. Make sure they got your size. Your size is important. Your size is a necessity. Please make sure they got your size. If not, then don't order it. (laughs) Don't order it. Love yourself, sis. Mm. Love yourself. Go ahead and find that outfit in your size. Fashion Nova carries larger sizes. I don't think y'all hear me. Fashion Nova <laughs> carries larger sizes. Fashion Nova <laughs> carries larger sizes. They go up to a 3X. Up to a 3X. There's no reason that we have to deal with H&M's bullshit. There's no reason we gotta deal with Forever 21's bullshit. There's no reason. You make it work. You already do. You make it work for you. Love yourself. Stop trying to squeeze in an extra large, girl. On that note, (laughs) this has been fun. Yes. So from us to you, mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, girl. <laughs> and we will see you on what date is that again? Until we meet again <laughs> on January 6th. Happy holidays. I hope you enjoyed the gift. Bye. Bye. 2020, 2020 was bye.